Hello guys and welcome back to today's episode of Crystals with Kate. A crystal that we will be talking about this week is all about bismuth. So bismuth is a pretty interesting crystal. Um, seeing as it is naturally just a metal, um, bismuth naturally occurs as a metal and it is silver and it can also come in like a whitish gray color. Um, and it's what you expect a metal to look like. It is not what we see when we think of the bismuth crystals that we may be going to buy from crystal shops. So in order to get that, um, what they do is they take the metal, they heat it up super, super quick, and they cool it down super, super quick. And when that happens, um, it creates that ornate pattern that we see, and it also gives it that rainbow color, which is pretty interesting. Um, in terms of its chemical composition, since we always do our geological properties, it is just bismuth. It is a pure bismuth element. Um, it can mostly be mined in places like Canada and South America, and its hardness is only a 2 to a 2.5. Now, please remember that is not the hardness of the metal itself. That is much harder. This is the hardness of just the crystal, okay? So we are focusing in on that crystal side. All right, let's talk a little bit about its history. So a lot of the history that I found was specifically about it as a metal. Um, I did not find a whole, whole lot about it being mentioned in use in its crystal form. So what we do know is that it has been used in places like ancient Egypt and the Middle Ages throughout history. Middle Ages is definitely going to be more in its metal form. Um, ancient Egypt, it appears that it might may have been used in a type of its crystal form. Um, I don't believe that it was the same look that we see to it today because I don't think the technology was there for them to heat it and cool it as fast, but, um, we also know that for the Incas, which is a ancient group down in South America, it was used in their knife making. So again, it's being used as a metal there, but in ancient Egypt, it's also important to note that it was found in, co um, ancient cosmetics. So it was not in its metallic form there. It was in a more of a crystallized form. And because of this, and because it doesn't have like an official like ancient history, we say that it was fully discovered in 1753. Because that's the first time that a scientist actually sat down and said, this is bismuth. This is what it is. This is what it's made of. Um, a few more fun facts on bismuth. Um, it has a super high electrical resistance. Pretty cool. Crystal form and the metal. It is also two times more abundant on Earth's crust than gold is, um, and gold is decently abundant, so there's lots and lots of bismuth. Um, it, bismuth can also be obtained as a byproduct when you're mining for your more precious or common metals that you use for things, so like your leads and your coppers. A lot of times you'll find bismuth as a byproduct there. And it was also one of our first 10 metals that were discovered, um... Again, that's specifically referring to it as a metal. All right, enough about it as a metal. We are going to chat about its metaphysical properties and its crystal properties and correspondences here in a second, but we will take a quick break right here. Let's also take a moment here to chat about some ways that you guys can support the show. So there have been a lot of changes for my crystal shop. I have decided to fully be on Etsy now, so I am fully uploaded all of my inventory to Etsy and I will put that in my link below. Um, I no longer have my GoDaddy sites up and running. I was just not getting the same level of traffic there anymore that I was able to pull on Etsy. 
Um, I think a lot of that is that when you want to buy things, it's more common to go to Etsy than to necessarily try to remember somebody's website, um, which is not a big deal. So I have officially closed my GoDaddy sites, so I will make sure you guys have my Etsy link below. Um, you can also um, listen along here, and there are donation options through Anchor and Spotify if that is where you are listening. If not, if you go to my link tree, there is the option to support the show through tips and donations. You may also support me through my Etsy shop, which is all crystals. Um, I will be adding some new items soon. Um, I have recently found that I like to crochet, so I will be adding little crochet crystal bags to it, and I will have small ones and larger ones. More info to come. And then my Amazon storefront link is also going to be in my link tree, which you will find below, and that has everything from spiritual things that I love. There's some Christmas lists in there, you know could use them for a birthday upcoming and my two books that I have three books actually that now I have now published are all also on there as well and then the last way that you could support the show is by joining our patreon each layer of the patreon has different perks um, some of them come with monthly crystal boxes um, and some of them you just get this podcast without ads my cheapest one I believe starts at 444 a month and if you are interested that link will be below as well all right back to the show Alrighty guys, let's chat about those metaphysical properties. So, bismuth is known to be a calming crystal. It is also known to help relieve that feeling of isolation. So if you're someone who is maybe an introvert or just likes to spend a lot of time alone, that can lead to feelings of isolation. Um, so this helps you work through that. It's known for stimulating your energy. Um, if you're really interested in connecting to like the spirit realm, potentially the astral realm. I've seen it cited for both. Um, good crystal here. It's also really good for astral travel. I'm not big on astral travel. I don't necessarily buy into it, but if you guys do and it is something you're interested in, it is said that bismuth can help. It's also really good for focus and meditation. So if you struggle with focus, um, trying to, you know, get your schoolwork done or your job or you want to meditate and you feel like your mind wanders a lot. Bismuth can be a really good crystal to kind of help focus in those thoughts and help you get either through your work or into a meditative state. The other thing it was said to work well with was like group and relationship dynamics. So a lot of times in a relationship and in a group, there's going to be this power struggle. Um, there's going to be this unevenness. So it really helps to kind of balance all of those things out. The last key metaphysical property um, is that it really helps with removing blocks. So if you're going through some stuff and you're trying to like create your new path or get to where you want to be, um, you might feel like you have these like blocks, whether they are physical or emotional. Um, this can help you remove those blocks. It's also really good for change and transformation as you're trying to go through that new path or these new changes. Maybe you're turning over a new leaf. Whatever it may be, this crystal is highly associated with all of those types of changes. Alright, the last thing here is the correspondences. So its zodiac association is with Aquarius, and as always, that does not mean that if you are a Virgo, it's not going to do anything for you. It just means that if you have an Aquarius placement in your top three, it will may or may not help you a little bit more. Um, it does not have a specific planetary association, so a lot of planets are associated with, like, Earth or Mars or Venus. This one does not have one. Um, in terms of its elemental association, it is associated with planet Earth. It comes from Earth. It's here. It is natural. It is so abundant in the crust. That makes perfect sense. It does not have a specific chakra that it is associated with. It is 
all of them. Um, so if you're looking for a good multifaceted crystal to work through your chakra blockages with, this is one. And then the last thing here is its numerological association. So its numerological number is the number two, and twos are all about partnerships, uh, togetherness, harmony, that natural duality in life, because you have good and bad, you have light and dark, you have day and night, you have masculine and feminine. All of that is a duality, and that is all of what that number two in numerology focuses on. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Crystals with Kate, and be sure to tune in on New Year's Eve for our special podcast on crystals for 2023. It's been a long year, and I know I'm not the only one who wants a little bit more positivity going into the new year. See you guys then.